0: hey everyone welcome to the wild and uncut podcast brought to you by ruger i'm your host christy titus thank you for tuning in the line is going hot so let's go full send on this episode
1: but it's also crazy to me to think okay 10 years ago when the chip first came out that was like mind-blowing technology because prior to that it was map paper maps and trying to figure out where you were and here we are today like you know 10 years later Everybody's got a smartphone, yeah. and now it just automatically updates on your phone. Obviously, we were founded in the West. That will always be core to us, but we have a ton of folks in the Midwest, Southeast, that, that use a product for whitetail hunting. Yeah. Sometimes it's studying it after the fact, yeah. because you might not be able to put all the pieces together while you're out no. there. Once you get home, you can look at it on a bigger screen, you yeah. can put it up on, even on your TV screen. Or your iPad or Yeah, whatever. look it on 3D, and really just like study it, and it all of a sudden might might click.
0: pioneering the spirit of the Wild West with 70 years of legendary innovation by your side. Built on the legacy of the Ruger Single Six, the new Wrangler is aimed for the drifter in all of us. Saddle up and ride, this one is wanted. The perfect revolver, whether it's your first or your next. Hey, I'm Christy Titus, and for the past several years, I've really come to rely on OnX Hunt for mapping, both in and out of the field. But now, I'm also using it to plan and research units for my application season. OnX has teamed up with TopRet to show you everything that you need for draw odds in most of the Western states. And access to TopRet services is completely free to all Elite members. I now have both the power of OnX Hunt and TopRut to help me strategize my state hunting applications. If you haven't already, download OnX Hunt and upgrade to the Elite membership to access TopRut as well as other great Elite benefits. Hey everybody, thank you for joining me for this episode of the Wild and Uncut podcast. We are recording live from the Wild Sheep Foundation National Convention in Reno, Nevada, and I am here with my friend Dylan Dowson from Onyx Hunt, Onyx Maps, whatever <laughs> anybody wants to call Onyx everything, because we are all like addicted to Onyx. Uh, and we're adulting this year, Ching We are. Yeah, last year we had cocktails. Yep. Um, and since then, you've had a baby—not you personally, yes—but you had a baby, and now look at us—we're drinking tea yep. and energy drinks.
1: Yep. I think we both hit the gym this morning, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Hit the gym, caffeine and mm-hmm. hydration. We are—we're growing up.
0: <laughs> well, I did. Um, you know, for all of you out there, there's some guys online that were like to remind me all the time that I've uh, gained some weight. I'm like, yeah, thanks. I got married, <laughs> and um. <laughs> F off, <laughs> no. Um, so yeah, we're Yogi and I are really trying to make like a, a big push on, you know, being healthy and maintaining this level of lifestyle, um, of you know, being able to be mobile in the backcountry. Yep. Like you know, we moved to Wyoming, and I we had never hunted this particular area, and we went down this like old horse trail, and it was dark when we started, and we were in heavy timber, and as it lightened. I was able to see the terrain around me and i seriously had an (laughs) oh crap where are we it looked like we were going sheep hunting i'm like we're supposed to be elk hunting what are we doing it was so hellaciously steep and the mountains were like um i I was awestruck Mm -hmm. and um i ended up killing my elk in a spot this year where we were we had 1600 vertical feet to climb out one mile and then it kind of flattened out to where we could hike back to our atv and i'm like man wyoming
1: and that's packing an elk out of that 1600 yeah yeah yeah.
0: and i'm like wyoming uh i'm gonna have to get in better shape again (laughs) this is ridiculous
1: it's a pull it's it's difficult to do especially on the road like it's easier you know what when you're at home to be in a routine and stuff but then you get on the road and you're seeing people you haven't seen all year and it's easy to stay late and uh,
0: yeah. Well, have it's a few fun. Everybody misses and, each other. We're all hanging yep. out here. You know, the theme here is come for the sheep, stay for the party. Yep. I can't say that enough because it is so fun here. Um, yep. But literally, like it's really easy. It was eleven thirty when we got to our room last night, and that was an early night. Yeah. Like, you know.
1: I think I was in bed by like ten thirty. Ooh, you it were was, way it earlier even than I was. A dad Impressive. life. Impressive. Yep. <laughs> dad we, life. We have number two on the way here in about a month and oh, a half.
0: Oh, I had no idea yep. you were expecting April, another. April, early April. Congratulations. So. Second
1: boy, so we'll get exponentially more busy. But uh, yeah, you're gonna have yeah. your
0: hands full. Yeah. Is this gonna be it? Or are you gonna go for a third? You we're gonna know?
1: see how two is and go for there. Yeah. And just see what happens. Yeah. So um, you love
0: the dad life. If you
1: ask my wife, we're not anywhere close to being done but we'll see
0: (laughs) you're like stay away from me wife (laughs) i don't want this anymore
1: (laughs) no it's it's good we'll have two they'll be about two years apart so um, that's perfect yeah
0: i can't believe i feel like you just had your son
1: he's a year and a half
0: that is unreal to me like how fast you know time goes by and i i'm trying to think back like when the first time i met you and and i think we talked about this briefly last year it was on that um hike to hunt yeah or hunt to hike with Double yep. Field, and that was so that long ago. That
1: had to have been six or six years ago, probably At seven least, years ago. Yeah, because yeah. I've been with Onyx um, for about seven and a half, I believe. Yeah, and yep. it was very early on. Yeah,
0: yeah. that was a long That's time crazy. ago, and and I was in much better shape back then.
1: I think that was like a <laughs> four, thir- like five thirty. You know, meet at a trailhead and hike is is when we did meet the first time. Yeah,
0: exactly. Well, and I used to, like really adhere to a philosophy i traveled with my dog before i got married now i travel with my husband um and so you know with him being a ridgeback i always really tried to we had so much downtime in the car I tried to find like a place to adventure and hike mm-hmm. or run and and missoula has some great hiking around the yeah. vicinities from the m to there's a another trail system i went to outside of town and then the hike to hunt blue area blue
1: mountain we went patty Canyon. yeah there's yeah, a lot of so
0: beautiful. really accessible
1: like you know you can be at a trailhead right from town in, like, less than five minutes, which is nice. Well,
0: in the – Steve Decker, one of the founder's sons from RMEF, his wife – is like an ultra runner like she runs constantly and she and I became friends so she and I used to meet up mm-hmm. in Missoula and we would go run together and you know super active so you know Yogi and I are I I'm really feeling it like I'm like okay I hit my middle age my mid-40s and I'm like okay I really have to try to make like a better effort of being fit and and for what we love to do it's so important yeah. Um, so yeah we were in the gym and have trying. been every day and <laughs> trying. Trying. I only had two bites of my dessert last night, I swear. <laughs> it was pretty good. It was that lemon tart thing. Yeah. It was like a piece of art. It was good. Yeah, that's one thing I can tell, like, people that are watching about this show. The Peppermill has good food.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, this show, I mean, as a whole, this entire show is incredible. very, very well done. Yeah. And, uh, like you were just saying, how time, how yeah. quickly time goes. Yeah. I keep looking at, like, sheep mounts and stuff, and it's like, that's a. it's a goal of mine someday yeah. to hunt sheep. and. Yeah. It's like, time goes quick, so I better figure it out.
0: Well, and so that's one thing. Onyx, you guys are here, and you support the Less Than One Club. Like, you're Mm -hmm. a sponsor of that. So, you know, for those of you that have never been to the sheep convention, Onyx is one of the people that, you know, there is several sheep hunts that they give away if you've never harvested a sheep. So it's like that everyday person's opportunity to put their name in a hat and have an opportunity to draw a sheep tag. And you guys are supporting that, which is awesome, because so many of your end users are like the public land DIY you know not that wealthy private land hunter which there's also that happening too obviously Mm -hmm. but a lot of like you have that meat and potatoes bread and butter of onyx is is you know super publicly independent people are are using your app
1: yeah and that's really kind of where the product you know that's why it was essentially created right like our founder he was solving a problem for himself and i know we're going way back and i know you know this but just for the listeners like our founder, the Onyx founder, was solving a problem for himself. He moved from eastern Montana to western Montana. And when he got there, he just didn't know, okay, like, where can I hunt? Where, where's access points close to town? Um, you know, and you can find all that. You can research it. But he, he compiled everything that he needed yeah. and put it in a chip and made that compatible to work with his Garmin. So. Yeah,
0: and for those of you that don't know, you used to have to go down to your local sporting goods store every year and buy an updated chip yep. and plug it into your old school GPS and that's how it functioned, you know? Yep. Like if your chip was out of date, you know, if land ownership changed or, and it was like this like old school, um, digital update if yeah. you would and, and that you know and has- even at
1: the time like what's so crazy is even at the time that seemed so revolutionary as far as technology like wow I can put this chip in my handheld GPS and it works like it was blowing people's mind at the time and here we are today like you know 10 years later everybody's got a smartphone, yeah. and now it just automatically updates on your phone. And the things you can get on your phone versus what you had on the chip is so much more yeah. detailed, so much better. It's, uh, it's crazy to think about the changes and improvements in the last 10 years, yeah. but it's also crazy to me to think, okay, 10 years ago when the chip first came out, that was like mind-blowing technology. Because yeah. prior to that, it was map paper maps and trying to figure out where you were, you know, what bend you were at on the trail Okay, do I need to go another four miles or six miles? Like, where am I at on this map?
0: Running Asmus and reverse Asmus. Let me just tell you guys, I was lost a lot, okay? (laughs) And I'm not exaggerating this in any way, shape, or form, but if it weren't for Onyx, I would be lost in the woods constantly. Like, I could not search my way out of a wet paper sack. (laughs) Like, I'm terrible with navigation, but I'm so dependent on this. Like, even this year, you know, Yogi and I, we moved to Wyoming and we know some people that were like, yeah, you know, you should check out these spots. They're they're cool. You know, mm-hmm. you're gonna find deer here or elk here. And like one spot in particular, we hunted for deer there this year on public. It was deer and elk, but it was only open part of the season in October and it shut down early. And, and they were like, you know, it's desert. We don't know if there's water. We don't yeah. know what's in there. We have no idea. And so we literally packed up my mules and took out across country because there's no trails across the desert and you know we're going into this zone to hunt and we ran across another hunter packing out with horses and we're like well did you get a bull did you get a deer what do you know he's like no he's like i was being pretty selective and um we're like yeah we've never been in there we have no idea where we're going and he's like oh well i got this map from you know so and so and he goes I'll just share with you my route and the route that that person shared with me on how to get in and out of here where there's some good saddles to cross because with livestock it was a pretty treacherous area and then actually locating water was a major concern you know I was terrified we were going to get eight miles in and have no drinking water or be drinking out of like a really bad condition like we had no idea. And this guy was able to, um, we had phone service, and so he actually emailed me his route. And I was able to take, and it was solid line route, right? Like, you know when you're on the route. We were able to put that into our onyx and follow that. We knew where all the gate crossings were, where everything was, like, super solid. And, I mean, it it made a difference in our trip to where, like, I went from being very intimidated and nervous to, okay, we got this.
1: Yeah, that's really Um, cool. That's cool of him to... uh Dude, how to many do people that? Do not that? very many people are going to do that. Thank like, well, good. Does that. Good luck. It's pretty rough in there. Have fun. No, <laughs> most people
0: are like, yeah, I hope you fall and <laughs> like roll an ankle and can't yeah. go hunting. You no, know? that's there are yeah. still
1: some uh, some really cool. It's like helpful, these are humans people. out there, yeah.
0: but you guys can share this stuff with your friends. Like you could update your maps. Like what mm-hmm. we did is what we we would take like the trail he sent us, and then we would make notes on his trail. Like don't go this way, and then we would find a better way, and we would like yep. modify the route. And now we have like this living route and on on the way in we were going so slow on the way out we bombed out so fast it was so much easier um i mean just simple little things like that that has transformed you know how we hunt yeah
1: and too so like historically you could share like waypoints or routes or individual things um you know it's relatively it's not that recent but a lot of people still don't utilize it you could actually take that whole area and say you marked waypoints for like El Qualo, you know, good glassing point. You have like 30, 40, 50, however many waypoints, markups, trails, everything you can think. You can put that into a folder and just share that folder. So yeah, if I was going to go we hunt got. It, We got a whole folder. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And a lot of people aren't using that quite, uh, quite yet. You know, they're still sharing one-to-one waypoints and mm-hmm. those are still really helpful. I'll share my wife waypoints for, hey, I should be at one of these two trailheads yeah. if I'm hunting by myself, just so somebody knows where I'm at. Yeah, exactly. Um, but the, the folder and like, okay, if you drew a unit that I had hunted, I could share all that with you and, mm-hmm. and it's right in your app. And so it's crazy the uh, the advancements, you know, yeah. just in that aspect over the last year even.
0: Well, we found a, a bull when we were elk hunting um, in a different zone. We found a bull and um, we told a friend who's from the area, like, we found this bull. And he's like, man, if I were you, um, this is how I would hunt it. And he told us to go down this ridge. And then Yogi gets on Onyx when we go home. And he's like, oh, no, I found a shortcut. Mm-hmm. We went on a shortcut. shortcut. I'm Usually shortcuts right now, are like not eh. good. Dylan, <laughs> we were elk hunting, okay? And this was ridiculous because Yogi's flipping shortcut took us down this super steep um creek Bottom, mm-hmm. and it was like overgrown and like rocks, and it was so steep coming out of there. I was like clinging to live brush, yep. trying to pull myself up. I wouldn't even carry the gun. I made him carry the gun. I'm like, I'm not carrying the gun. You, you put us here. You carry it. It was literally like <laughs> sheep and goat hunting. That's amazing. I was so not happy. Um, I was sweating profusely, and I talk about this all the time because I'm a like, if I move, I'm like sweating when I'm hiking, and it took us. What was supposed to take like a shortcut yeah. was like the super, and like your Onyx shortcut it's, did not work. It like, is. terrible. And then, amazing. the guy we told, he's like, Yeah, that's like the worst route you could have taken. Yeah. I'm like, Yeah, no doubt.
1: It's amazing how many times, like, we do this on packouts all the time. Like, um, I'm here with Zach, and so many times, like, packing out a bear or an elk or something, yeah. we'll look at the map and be like, Okay, hey, this is not good. Like, is there a better route? Is yeah. there a better option? And we have learned ninety percent of the time, if not more, choose the suck that you know yes. instead of the suck you don't. Like <laughs> the new like, suck is
0: suckier sometimes.
1: And sometimes it pays <laughs> off. Sometimes it's like, wow, that was that was great. That yeah. was a good shortcut. Or you know, it's better just to go to, go off this ridge and follow the creek bottom. Yeah. But especially by the time we're doing that, we're already kind of in a, a crappy position. Mm-hmm. And it's like headlamps on in the middle of the night. You got a out quarter on, and you're trying to find a new route. And it's like. Let's just choose the suck we know. Yeah. Because like unless it's that bad, no. it's usually better than the one you don't.
0: Oh, 100%. And so we, I, I shot my bull, and we had 1600 vertical in one mile stretch. And then it got easy, quote unquote. Well, we stumbled upon some, some spot that somebody at some point had at one time, forever ago, cleared a trail. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had it marked with cat eyes, and it was covered in windfall, it was a total disaster, but it was better than the alternative, right? Yep. And so we followed this old cat eye trail, and so we have this great now like breadcrumb trail of where that spot was, so that like this summer we can go back now and we can go cut that trail out yep. and improve it, because obviously we're going to be going back there and yep. hunting, um, but we can mark it till we we can find that spot in the dark, and that's one thing is like, Nighttime is so disorienting and you know we were so fatigued and thirsty and hungry like yogi was like cramping. Thank God we had a bunch of wilderness athlete in our side by side when we got back out because he was like seriously suffering from dehydration and um now that we have that marked in our yep. in our map, when we went back the next day for our next load of quarters, it was so much faster yeah. and easier.
1: Yeah. You're not, you're just focused on like the task at hand and you're not constantly like looking for an alternative yeah. route, you know, where you're going. And that's one thing too, that I think is underutilized is like track yourself everywhere you go. Oh, yeah. Even if it's a bad route, like so many times I will track myself and get into an area and be like, that was absolutely horrible. I never want to go that route again. And then again. you
0: write that in your yeah. onyx are like never do that. So then just <laughs> change it,
1: you know, a certain color, but like yeah. maybe all those ones are yellow or red or whatever, yeah. red, red tracks like if it can if it's a break red track down
0: segments of tracks then and be like okay so this is a green trail and then we went from here to here which is a half mile stretch and that's now mm-hmm. a red line can you change the color segment that's a good
1: question not right now um but that's honestly a really good like, I mean, that would be potential awesome. feedback like yeah. you
0: could do that like hey this is green and then we went to the right and we went through a half mile of hell like, I didn't
1: like this section but yeah. the rest of it's good um, yeah, that is really good feedback. Yeah, that well, would be
0: super great way to, I mean, even optimize that routing. And then maybe yep. on your way out, you try a new route. and You're like, okay, well, this isn't great, but it's a yellow line. Yep. So we have green for go, yellow for caution, red, don't go. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that would be if you could break out segments or even just, I guess maybe you could even line tool over.
1: You could definitely do that. I'm
0: spitballing here, yep. guys. Sorry.
1: No, no, way you could there. do that. That would be cool. But I mean... There's been so many times in the dark, too, where you're, like, struggling, side-hilling shale rock. Oh. And if you look at the map, if you just once in a while, it's really easy to just put your head down and, like, go. Oh, for sure. You need to just go and, and get it over with. But if you study the map, more oftentimes than not, you will find, okay, if I go... 20 feet up or you know 40 yards yeah. down there's, a nice there's like a, a nice contour bench. where it benches out or even like an old logging road mm-hmm. i so many times have just struggled you know beaten beat brush like shale rock and everything and if i would have gone like you know 10 yards above me there's like an old logging road yeah. or a tr- uh, elk trail that you didn't know yeah. was there
0: yeah and then you can mark those and and use them and um so now we're going into application season right now and this is you guys have um purchased top this year yep which is instrumental now you were partnered with them last year and that was a big deal but you guys this is a tremendous opportunity for scouting. So, you know, you also partnered with Hunt & Fool. Mm -hmm. So we can, with an elite membership, you can go on and you have your digital Hunt & Fool membership. My husband studies the Hunt & Fool journals. Everyone that comes out, cover to cover, dog ears pages, makes notes. Mm -hmm. So valuable. You can do that digitally with your elite membership. Figure out where you want to go hunting for what species. And then you can flip over to Topra and be like, okay, well, how many points is this going to take me? And you can strategize, not for just this this hunting year but for years in advance
1: yeah well that's just it and as you know tags are harder and harder to get oh, for sure like we're not getting more opportunities no. if you are it's very very rare so it's like you know what i'm, I'm trying to figure out what am i going to do this year what am i going to do next year what am i going to do three five ten years from yeah. now like what are my goals and how do i achieve those mm-hmm. um Fortunately, we now both live in states that yeah. we we can hunt a lot. Yeah. A lot of species get a lot of tags um, just as residents. But you know, out of state is is kind of like a must if you want to spend more time in the yeah. field. Um, even if you only or do
0: different species. Yeah, exactly. You know, like Colorado. Once you're in three years, you can now apply for mountain goats and yep. moose and and species like as a non-resident. You wouldn't necessarily have access to you know like for example yep. when i was in oregon we didn't have moose hunting in oregon so yep. you know if i invested that time into colorado i would then have opportunity definitely you know? so that that really helps expand hunting opportunities especially if you you know don't have a thirty-five thousand dollars check you can write to go on a yeah, yukon moose hunt you know? exactly
1: and it's so fun like i did a colorado deer hunt this year the You're first kidding? time ever hunting colorado just hunting new country yeah and like it's a completely different experience obviously you're still hunting mule deer like i've done that all my life mm-hmm. but in a different setting in a different like it was just it was a challenge it was really fun and really rewarding mm-hmm. um but yeah application season like it's it's here and it's crazy crazy how quickly it comes and goes every year um but yeah so we acquired top red as you mentioned everything you need for draws all western yeah. states um the hunt and fool digital membership is crucial for like yeah. How do i apply for idaho like what does that mean is there a point system is it preference point is it bonus point what's the difference like what's it going to cost me mm-hmm. like Huntful full breaks all that down and then also they have a lot of insight of like okay this unit is a good unit for this type of hunt and yeah. so on and so forth um the knowledge there is just incredible yeah. um and then the, kind of the third prong to it is hunt reminder mm-hmm. so all elite members get a free uh membership to hunt reminder so i can say hey i'm interested in colorado deer elk antelope you know wyoming moose sheep goat and you know all and this is for all 50 states and then you get a uh, text, text reminder, email reminder, like a month out, yeah. a week out, and a day saying, like, "Hey."
0: Well, because so many states have different application timeframes, like Wyoming elk, mm-hmm. you know, that's that comes and goes really quickly. Well, early non-residents
1: in the year. coming up quick. Yeah,
0: non-residents, like, all, we're right there. Like, yep. you had better be doing it, Wyoming. I'm trying to figure <laughs>
1: like, out if I'm going or not. So yeah, yeah I'm in that yeah. boat.
0: So it's it's. I mean, like, and then and then they'll have later on in the year they'll have antelope or they'll have deer or you know, so you you know, some states have it really easy where everything goes at once. Yep. Other states, it's multiple draws and then you can buy Preference points or bonus points for uh, throughout different times of the yeah. year, and it's really like you have to be an expert, like full time studying this stuff, which mm-hmm. is why that combination helps. Like knowing yep. those dates from Hunt and Fool, and then also from Hunting Reminder or Hunt Reminder, um, and getting that hey, don't forget to put in for this or that. Yeah, and I mean
1: you forget. It, oh, it's happened in, to inevitable. everybody. So that. Well, and
0: then if you miss a year, you know the last thing you want is to be out of the pool that year yep. when you're up to possibly drop Especially
1: with point creep too, yeah. like in those states um where where it's preference point and stuff like mm-hmm. you miss a year like you might not get that take for no. another two three four years mm-hmm. then then you plan potentially yeah. so um yeah and life is busy like we're all super busy i you know i've got little ones running around yeah. now like i don't know i can't keep track of every single deadline for every state so that's like it's great like my phone will go off and i'll look at it and it's like okay wyoming you've got one week mm-hmm. left you have one day left apply yeah. um links directly from that to applying and stuff so it uh yeah it's a good helpful reminder
0: yeah no it is fantastic and this is the time right now so if you guys are not an onyx hunt elite member i'm going to save you 20 percent. so if you go online to onyx hunt's website and you click new membership you subscribe to the new membership and you enter in code wild 20 at checkout, you'll save 20% on a new membership. So we'll help you save a little bit of coin and then, you know, you'll be forever hooked. And, um, you know, this is your relationship with your Onyx is something that you build on. I use it. We were talking about this even last year for, for real estate purposes. Mm -hmm. Like we've been shopping land and I'm able to take an area circle and draw out, OK, well, how many acres is this area? Yep. How, you know, and there's so many applications for it. It's it's actually mind blowing um, <laughs> the things that you can do with it. You know, what is what is this feeding area? How big is this feeding area? What is you can measure that yep. um, accurately line distance measurements? You know, how many yards across is something? Um, let's say your rangefinder goes on the fritz <laughs> and you've got an elk across a drainage and you, you know, you don't know you know, are you pushing your limitations? Yep. And you can use that line tool to kind of cheat and, and get your range
1: estimates yeah, too, Yeah, we, we did really that in awesome. Colorado this year. Oh, for sure. The, it was so foggy that our your range finders weren't, weren't picking it up. And there was a fence line um, that we could see when the fog would come in and out, we could see it. And so we knew there was deer, we guessed about 75, 80 yards into mm-hmm. public um, from that fence line. So we use the line tool, and actually now it's it's a really new feature, but we have, like, a two-finger quick line distance tool. So instead of, oh, yeah, you yeah, just spread your fingers Yeah, out. instead of creating, like, a line and then having to delete it, mm-hmm. you just enable it within the settings, and then you tap um, both fingers on the map, and it'll shoot you that line distance. You let it go, it, it just Does removes it open. from the map. So we use that feature to figure out, okay, that, that fence line is, I can't remember, some 450 yards away, whatever it was. Um, we figured those deer were about 75 yards within it, so it's like, if an opportunity presented itself, like mm-hmm. we we're very confident that yeah. we had, you know, within 10 to 15 yards of a range mm-hmm. um, to make a shot when our rangefinders would not work.
0: Both of my animals in Wyoming this year were like that. Like the bull I shot, um, when he came out of the timber, I knew I had about 200 yards before he hit private. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I literally did not wait for him to mess around, <laughs> like I, lay, I was laid down and we we'd laid there all day long waiting on him. And, um, I mean, because the risk was, if I, if I try to get down and get closer or do, make another move, he's going he's gonna to get over to private. And now it was not fenced private. Right, yep. so that made it even more complicated, which is what Onyx is so great for too, because you're responsible to know where those boundaries are. And so um, I'm like, man, I see where he's at and I'm looking at this um, you know 3D map and I see these two bushes here and here, and once he gets, you know, 50 yards above those, he's out of out of zone, right? Yep. And so um, we were able to use that to, to know and, and and say, okay, I'm i I can make this shot right now. Um, my, my mule deer was the same thing. You know, the deer had been on private. He crossed into public. That one um, was a little more, you know, we could tell. Yep. But a lot of times fences aren't accurate no, anyway.
1: they're not accurate, or they're just not there, like you said. Yeah. I mean, in eastern Montana, I've killed some of my best bucks on, like, like a quarter section by a half section that juts into private. Yeah. And there's no fences there. Yeah. There's no way I would, I would feel confident Walking hunting that there. without yeah. knowing. Like, uh, one of my best whitetails was that same scenario, mm-hmm. We knew where the the boundary was, and like we're talking zooming in on aerial imagery to being like, okay, that's that bush right there. Like that has to be that bush. Okay, there's a rock outcropping to the right. Yep, that's confirmed. That's where that is. So that boundary is okay. Twelve yards past that. Yep. Without that, like you just don't know, and you're gonna make you're you're gonna either a not take advantage of opportunities, Mm -hmm. or b just not hunt it, or not pull the trigger on that animal because you don't know. Because you don't know, and yeah, it's just. It gets a little dicey with with some landowners and stuff and for sure. You know, and too like are you gonna be shooting for a double lung or are you are gonna yeah. try to high shoulder yeah. you know? What's that your animal? shot placement gonna yeah. be?
0: Yeah, exactly. And your hat says it all. Uh on X hunt, know where you stand. And that is it's not just where you're standing, know where that animal is. Yep. And you can hunt with that confidence and we use it um, you know, just it's non-stop like we're scouting yogi's on X is insane like he (laughs) i i put waypoints in he marks everything like if he sees a doe feeding he's like doe i mean he marks every animal so that when he can get home he can kind of take this area look back and study okay well i saw a bunch of does here i saw this and that Mm -hmm. but i mean because of the work that we did you know moving to a new state we knew nothing we've never hunted there we were a hundred percent I mean, how often is that, like, our whitetail in Wyoming, there's very, very little whitetail habitat on public ground, like, especially in the zone that we put in for, Mm because we did, like, a leftover tag this year, and Yogi studied every piece of public ground that had anything nearby that would have good whitetail habitat, or any chunk that even, like, slid in, and, um... It was unbelievable. The, the the section of public that we hunted this year, that we were successful with whitetail, the habitat piece was so small for whitetail. There must have been a hot doe or something yep. in there because he rattled in a buck one day, harvested his deer. The next day I went back in that same spot, like Another literally, buck. we rattled in a second buck and harvested that buck also in the same spot. And it we're talking like when you're looking at Onyx and you're like, okay, well, there's a Twenty or fifty acre section of good whitetail habitat mm-hmm. on a eight hundred acre piece, and that's all you have. I mean, from a public land standpoint, you have to focus on where the animals are, and that's exactly what we were able to do this year. And and to be, you know, non-resident um, coming into a new spot and be that successful this year to go one hundred percent was super awesome. Yeah. Like I mean, it was it, and it's hundred percent onyx.
1: Yeah, that's that's really cool. And I think you hit the nail on the head there. It's not so much what you're marking in the field it's like sometimes it's studying it after the fact yeah. because you might not be able to put all the pieces together while you're out no. there like okay elk feeding you know uh, if you're dropping waypoints for example elk feeding here elk bedding here wallow here saddle here you put all that on the map and then once you get home you can look at it on a bigger screen yeah. you could put it up even on your tv screen or your ipad yeah or whatever. look at it on 3d um there's so many things you can do and really just like study it and it all of a sudden it might it might click like wow there's looking at topo in 3d there's a bench down where that wallow is you know that saddle's right over here there's feet on the other side like you can figure out like what that herd is doing mm-hmm. and then go back in there and be more successful and uh one thing that's really new we actually haven't even talked about it but it's live uh it's called terrain x it's mm-hmm. on the computer only right now um, but it's it's really cool and it would really help with that so you can look at the map you can say okay i want to highlight areas from 5500 feet to 6500 feet yeah and it will only show you where those are you can do aspect ratio you can do slope angle Um, you could say okay i want to just look at south facing slopes between 45 5500 feet and this degree of slope so it'll highlight those areas for you Um, but also another cool feature within that is called view shed and if you turn that on anywhere that you place your your cursor on the map it will show you what you could physically see from that that area.
0: Oh wow. Yeah,
1: so for like finding glassing points or you know, shooting knobs, mm-hmm. things like that. It's not going to be, you know, if there's a ton of vegetation on your side, that could be a limitation, oh, but it will sure. help you a ton mm-hmm. identify, okay, can I if I get to this knob, can I see around or can I see below me? Mm-hmm. Um so it'll highlight everything that you could see based on the topography, slope angle and, and mm-hmm. everything. A lot more sophisticated than I am, so um, I'll leave that to the engineers to figure out. But that's
0: really impressive.
1: Um, yeah, it's it's really cool, and it's it's one of those things that's brand new. Um, again, we haven't really talked about it yeah. because we saw some improvements coming yeah. to it. Uh, but if you look at all your waypoints and everything, in conjunction with that, you yeah. might say, "Wow, there's a correlation between all of my elk bedding waypoints and 57 to 6,000 feet of elevation. Like yeah. they must, for whatever reason, See, like to bed where in that at band." Right now. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, that's that's another kind of a new feature.
0: Well, it was interesting because the spot that I harvested my elk this year, I laid down to shoot my bull and um, we found old brass there. It's like, okay, well, this obviously is a spot that, you know, other hunters have been successful, at least making shots. I don't know, (laughs) you know, Um, and so how many
1: how many brass were there? Well, yeah, well, and
0: then we saw some live rounds in the bottom of the creek. I'm like, so there must have been like a gong show happen up there. I don't know. but I think, you know, it, it, it does go to show you that those spots are, you know, good points are good points are good points. And if you can locate them before you get to a spot, the worst thing you can do is just wear yourself out thinking, well, if I just go another 100 yards, if I go another 100 yards, if I go, well, pretty soon you've gone a mile and your view hasn't improved or it's yep. gotten worse. And then you got to climb back out and that that sucks. Yep. So this kind of maybe will take some of that guesswork out of it for you so you can get a virtual look at an area. before yeah. you actually have and to Yeah, and just know too,
1: like if I'm going to climb 2000 feet right away in the morning, am I going to potentially see what I want to see from yeah. this area? Nope. Well, I need to look at something different then.
0: Yeah, yeah. We need to come up with a plan B. Yeah. Yeah. So what else new and great that is Onyx doing this year?
1: So another big one um, we just launched is Apple CarPlay. Okay. So anything, oh, I know. yeah,
0: I am so excited about that's this one of those features that is
1: like it's not revolutionary in the fact that like nothing really has changed, just yeah. the ability to see it
0: on your car, in your dash, finder,
1: yeah. um, But it's so helpful. Yeah. You know, we've been wanting, I've been wanting this for a couple of years, um, and we we got around to it and got that implemented. So Apple CarPlay, Android is coming soon, actually it's done. We're waiting on Google to approve it. Sometimes yeah. that could take a week. Sometimes it could take several months. Um, just a heads up. Cause we get a lot of questions about that. Like yeah. I see everybody using this. I have an Android. Um, when is this coming out? So, but Apple CarPlay, like everything you see on your phone, waypoints, everything is right on the dash now. So if you're driving around, it's so useful for anything, but like, especially antelope, like, well,
0: we're always looking sometimes for these tiny little roads of yep. access points. And it, like you are saying, antelope,
1: mm-hmm.
0: that we were, um, we got behind a whole herd of antelope this year with 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 old roads that we could use on our side-by-side. Now, obviously, that's not compatible with this. Yep. But even in a pickup truck, you can have that on your phone and be like, "Whoa, well, nope, stop. You just back up 10 feet. You just drove by the road. Yep. I mean, and you're seeing it, and the driver's seeing it also instead of... It being on your tiny phone.
1: Yeah. And so many times, like, you know, if you are trying to cover country, scouting in your, your pickup or vehicle or whatever, if you see an antelope and you are hunting, you're just kind of cruising country. The first thing is, like, grab your phone. Is it private, public? Is it accessible? You know, yeah. how could we get to it? And so now you, it's just right there on your dash. Yeah.
0: That's, that is, um, like you said, it's something that is so simple and accessible and it's a brand yep. new feature. So yep. that's really exciting in addition to everything else you guys are, are are launching with Onyx. And you know, what makes you guys famous from the beginning though, is your landowner information mm-hmm. and knowing whether you're on private, public, who owns it? You know, if you guys are in the Midwest and you want to knock on doors, yep. talk a little bit about like that Midwest hunting, um, some new advances that you guys have for the whitetail hunter.
1: Yeah, so we're working on a lot of stuff right now. Like obviously we were founded in the West. We are, you know, our first couple states with the chip were like Montana, Wyoming. Yeah. So um, that will always be core to us. That's where my heart lives and a lot of our customers. But we have a ton of folks in the Midwest, Southeast that, that use the product for whitetail hunting. Yeah. Whether you're, you know, whether you are a public land hunter or you're hunting like your back 40, yeah. um, you know, it can be helpful. And we're working on a lot of really cool features, can't quite talk about yet, but, yeah. but specifically geared toward that whitetail hunter. How can we help that hunter who is hunting the same 40, 60, 80 acres, Mm -hmm. um, manage their property better and be more successful with, you know, trail cams and and stand locations and wind and everything like that. Mm -hmm. So one cool thing for the whitetail hunters, like I still use it in the West, but it was, you know, a feature geared more toward whitetail hunters, stand hunters, sitters. you can drop a waypoint, obviously, but then you can tap that waypoint and you can add uh, the wind for that location. Mm-hmm. So it'll show you for that location what the predominant wind is mm-hmm. and what, like, what the wind is currently. But a really cool additional feature on top of that is it's called optimal wind. So if I have a stand set up and I want like a, a northeast wind mm-hmm. is like the optimal wind to hunt that stand location, I can actually import that into that waypoint and and say okay you know whether you want to be specific and say just northeast or if you want to kind of open it up to like yeah, yeah this is this is like the most ideal but here's some alternatives yeah, you can that also, work. if
0: it has a little bit of uh, south in it yep. it might be okay but yeah yep. exactly yeah. so
1: you can put all that in there and then mm-hmm. at a glance look at your waypoint yeah. and it, you can see where the wind is coming from and if it's uh highlighted green mm-hmm. that means it's a good wind from what you've imported okay. uh, to hunt that stand if it's yellow it's like ah, a little iffy yeah. if it's red that wind is not good so, so
0: that's all new because in the past what i've done is i'll set my waypoint for my whitetail stands and then i'll say north wind yep. northwest wind and then i'll title yep. it so that i know okay well if i have a northwest wind these are the stands i want to hunt but having a color coding system to go with it will be yes yeah, really so, i mean if you're
1: somebody who has you know 10 15 however many stands yeah. at a glance of your property you can see okay All of these ones are red. There's a couple yellows. Oh, there's two greens that like for the wind right now, it's it's optimal for, for the stands. Like it just saves you time.
0: Oh, for sure. And then like for this year we were in Kansas and there was a deer I wanted to hunt and he was super regular, had been there for two weeks and I had tried to get there faster and I couldn't. We drove clear up to hunt this deer and we had to sit and camp for days mm-hmm. because the wind wasn't right, yep. right? And so, I mean, th- that will help so much. You identify, okay, today's go day, you know, staying out of those spots and don't mess them up because those white deer, you know, if you blow it on them, you may never have a chance yep. on them again. So just waiting for that optimal wind, that makes it just so much faster and easier. And a lot of outfitters, you guys, if you've not done a lot of whitetail hunting with an outfitter, a lot of outfitters, um, they do semi-guided hunts, and they tell their clients, hey, you need to download OnX because we're gonna give you a waypoint. Mm-hmm. We're gonna tell you where to park. They're gonna show you on your phone, okay, here's where you park, um, here's the waypoint for the stand, and then they'll have cat eyes marked in or they'll have a trail laid out for you to get to your stand, and you're responsible for putting yourself in there. Yeah. Um, and that's really on, you know, a lot of the more economical hunts especially, that's the way a lot of outfitters are going, that they, they don't wanna do a full service, um, you know, Where you you know especially imagine you're in camp with like 10 other hunters and there's two guides and you're you know the fifth guy out and you know you're the first guy out the last guy in you're sitting hours before daylight and dark
1: potentially right waiting to get picked up that many more people in the woods right like if you don't need somebody to walk you into your stand and walk you back out then that's that much less scent Um, if they can share a track of like, hey, here's how to get into your stand, yes. where they know that's the best route and you're gonna spook the, the least amount of deer getting in mm-hmm. your stand in the morning, like that's gonna be optimal. And a, one other cool way of using tracking that I've seen whitetail hunters do, in the off season, shed season, whatever, they'll walk all their deer trails yes. and keep their track on. And then again, when they get home or whatever, they'll look at it from a, a larger perspective and say, okay, where do all of these cross? Like, what's the correlation? Mm-hmm. Where's some good spots to set up stands? Mm-hmm. And you might see, like, a couple pinch points that you didn't really know existed, mm-hmm. but if you're getting, like, a lot of those trails that cross at a particular pinch point or location, alright, can I set a stand there? Is that going to be something of, of value for me?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I can't believe how much I, you know, every year I just become more reliant on Onyx, and I say this all the time from From whitetail to elk, when it comes to roads, when it comes to trails, Mm -hmm. when it comes to water, habitat, you know, and, and going back to our layers, let's talk a little bit about some of the layer features that people can utilize. Um, on Onyx, we, we've got wildfire layers. Yep. We've got habitat improvement layers that you guys have partnered with different conservation groups like RMEF yep. on different, you know, the water projects. And and you guys highlight all of these things to help make it so much easier for us mm-hmm. when we're in the backcountry.
1: Yeah, there's so much. There's so much data. It's um,
0: unreal, actually. It's it almost is. overwhelming.
1: It can be, and yep. that's what I always tell people is like, instead of getting overwhelmed, just just play around with it yep. in the off season, or if you have yep. 30 minutes where you're not doing anything. Instead of scrolling on Instagram, pull up on X and Mm -hmm. just just turn the layers on and off, see what it Mm -hmm. does on the map, visualize it. Um, Because a lot of people, I would say, you know, a vast majority of our customers, they do still buy it for the private public and the game management unit boundaries, roads, trails, like the the basic map things that they need. Um, But there is so much more valuable information. As you said, historic wildfire layers. So we'll show, you know, exactly the outline of a fire what year it burned, any additional information on that fire, um, timber cut layers. So the imagery might be a couple years old, yeah. but if there was a recent timber cut, Um, you know, you can see that on the map if you have it turned on,
0: but a lot of times those ones is the year It's almost more important than anything because as that how
1: grown is it
0: exactly how grown up is it, how much visibility are we going to maintain or lose with that year of growth or that layer of growth or, um, that all, I mean, you know, it may, it may look like short timber on your three D's, but if you look at the, you look at the harvest year, you know, you can correlate that to an estimated, um, yep. You can correlate that to an estimated age and, and determine a potential size of that timber.
1: Yep, definitely. And I mean, again, the list goes on and on. There's so many, so many things. One of the ones that's really helpful for access is like uh, block management, is what it's called yeah. in Montana. I mean, that's all private land that is in a program that allows us to go hunt it. Some of it, all you have to do is go sign your name in and you're free to go hunt. Each one has its own rules and everything, which we do link to that within the block management. Mm-hmm. Um, in the app, but some of them you have to call ahead of time and get on a schedule, um, but it, it just opens up so much opportunity. opportunity, and it's it's an additional step that a lot of people don't go through, mm-hmm. A, because they don't know about it, B, because they're just like, ah, eh, it's a hassle, I can just go hunt public, um, and oftentimes what i found is if you take the, the time, and sometimes that's literally driving to a box and signing your name in before you go hunting, but if you take that time, you are probably going to have a better hunting yeah. experience, because that's just one more hurdle to, to hunt that property. It's accessible to everybody, yeah. um, but not a, not a ton of people are doing it.
0: So let's talk also a little bit about um, downloading maps. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people still don't know. They think, well, I don't want to use Onyx because it's I, I'm not going to have phones over swarm I'm hunting. Yep. You guys, we can download these maps in advance and save them, and you guys have expanded the size uh, capacity of those maps to some degree.
1: Yep. Yeah, so it's it's probably the biggest misconception with onX yeah. still we have customers that will reach out and be like, Hey, I've used Onyx for years. I love it. It's amazing. But it doesn't work where I hunt because I don't have cell service. And so we also kind of bang our head against the wall. And like, where are we missing telling our customers and, and showing them mm-hmm. this um, feature whenever we hear that. But we do have so right now. You have three different options. You can download like a five, five mile, a ma- ten. five ten, and a hundred. Okay. So what I typically do is like I have the entire state of Montana downloaded with one hundreds. So no matter where I go in Montana, you have a map. I have a map. I can still see is it private, public? Is there a road there? A trail? What game management unit is it? Um, so on and so forth. And then my hunting areas, I usually do tens. Mm-hmm. A lot of white tail hunters and people who do really fives. need that like extra detail on the imagery will do fives. Mm-hmm. Um, but tens is plenty enough yeah. um, for me so I, I mean I have hundreds of same maps yeah. and as long as you're within that area that you pre-saved mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter if you saved it a day before your hunt, a week, a year.
0: Or on your way out there. Or
1: on your way out there. Like, (laughs) as long as you're within it, you are good to go. You can still turn the layers on and off. You still track yourself. And if Um, you have
0: kind of crummy cell service, even if you have cell service, a lot of times I'll just go straight up into offline mode because I don't want to deal with it bouncing in and out. Yeah, and it
1: saves your battery. Tons of battery. Saves your battery, especially if you're going on like a backpack hunt for Mm -hmm. three, five, seven days. I never come off airplane mode Mm -hmm. like you might as well not you're going to save a lot of battery but yeah I mean you can save it you can use it completely without cell service
0: yeah it is it is such a powerful tool you guys if you're not using onyx Um, I can't encourage you enough. You guys also have some Mm -hmm. off-road maps, which is kind of a separate family. But if you're into off-roading, I mean, so much of what we do is off-road and there's a lot of value to the off-road family of maps. Um, So if you're looking for more ATV access and and things like that, like check out the off-road features as well. Yeah,
1: Yeah, definitely. So we have Hunt, which is uh, where we started. Um, We have off-road and the off-road product is... It's got a lot of the same features, but it's more tailored toward, like you said, like the the Jeep Mm -hmm. people that are doing certain trails or four wheelers or so on and so forth. Um, Snowmobilers in the winter. I use it snowmobiling all the time to see avalanche forecasts and slope angles to figure out, okay if I drop down in here.
0: Mountain lion hunters. Yeah,
1: there's there's a lot of value there, too, but it's a lot more user generated Mm -hmm. content. So in off road, I can do a trail and type a message into it and say, like, hey, at mile Two point five. There's a waterfall on the right hand side. It's a cool place to stop. You know, yeah. things like that. Where, where as hunters, we're not going to to share that information, share that information yeah. unless you're the guy you ran into in Wyoming. Dude, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I'm so impressed by that <laughs> I like That was, um, like the
0: nicest thing that has ever happened to me. I've yeah,
1: <laughs> but uh, yeah. you know, you can just share a lot more of that. Like, yeah. this is a very difficult trail at at four and a half miles to five and a half miles, make sure you have X amount of clearance, you know, so on and so forth. So that's a a cool product as well. And then we also have backcountry, uh, which is more like the backcountry skiing um, and more adventure stuff in the backcountry.
0: So you guys have literally a product for everyone. And I don't want this to just be like some, like, oh, Onyx is so great, but really Onyx is so great. And, And I have you on every year because you guys are always innovating and there's so much new. Um, As a consumer, it's really hard to keep up with the technology Mm -hmm. and the innovation that you guys have, and that's, you know, what I love about you guys is you're always building not only a great product, but every year you make it even better Yeah. um, and more usable and user friendly. And so if you guys aren't Onyx Hunt Elite members, I again want to push this out there. You can save 20% use code wild 20 at checkout. Get online um, that you guys have a ton of um, Blogs, if you will, on your mm-hmm. site that has Q and A information, how to information, uh, great resource if you have questions. Plus, you also have a really great customer service
1: department. Yeah, our customer service team is. Lot, uh, that's actually where I started yep. in customer cool. service. Um, again, like seven, eight years ago, and. We've definitely changed since then. I was like a, I was the customer service rep, one person at the time. Yeah. Uh, much much larger team now, but yeah, everybody in customer service is using the product. You're not going to get somebody who's like, oh yeah, let me go look it up real quick. Like yeah. they use the product. They know. They know what's going on. Um, and yeah, even as an employee, I I'm in the maps all the time. Yeah. And sometimes it's difficult for me to keep up with with mm-hmm. the changes and updates and everything, so I can I can definitely understand from a customer standpoint like okay I figured this out and it's different this year well it's because we added a feature or we added mm-hmm. more detailed weather or mm-hmm. so on and so forth so um again one thing I always tell people to do is just play with the map you're not yeah. going to break it no turn layers on turn layers off add waypoints delete them you know just play around and familiarize yourself with what you can do in there mm-hmm. and that and way figure when figure out a hunting, system
0: that works for you
1: yeah exactly because it's different for everybody yeah. I mean you and I are going to use the map completely differently um And that's what's cool about it. It's not like a cheat sheet, you know, like it's not like if you have this and figure it out, you're gonna find more animals. Everybody's gonna use that data differently Mm -hmm. and analyze it differently and then hunt differently because of it.
0: Yeah, and if you get your elite membership, you have access to all of these great application tools. Now is the time to take advantage of that. Uh, Figure out your hunting seasons, figure out your strategies, get a plan in place. And you can hunt with confidence with onyx so you guys get online check out onyx hunt what is the actual website is it
1: onyxmaps.com onyxmaps.com
0: and also on social media give you guys a follow on social media you are also if you guys go in there they are always doing some really great um uh, schools, if you will. Mm-hmm. What are you guys calling them? I mean, master classes. Master class. Yeah. That's right. Yep. And so they bring in uh, people that have expertise in a specific area, and they offer a master class. So like an informative uh, session where you can log in and watch these kind of like a Zoom call yep. and provide tons of information um, about different types of hunting or navigating or whatever the topic is, depending on the master class topic. Um, it's super fun and it's a great way to engage and really, like we said, live that hunting lifestyle yeah. life, life uh year-round
1: awesome yeah cool.
0: thank you all for uh, tuning into this episode of the wild and uncut podcast Dylan thank you for taking the time again this is our second year in a row doing this and I really appreciate you yeah. carving out some time to share with us you know some tools that are gonna help us be more successful on our hunts and doing what we love to do Definitely. So thank
1: you. thank you guys appreciate it a
0: bucks antler growth potential is tied directly to his nutritional intake the quicker they recover from the stress of the rut and the harsh elements found in winter months, the sooner they can begin new antler development. Supplemental nutrition, like the RackOne one system, promotes healthy deer herds and jumpstarts new antler growth. RackOne's ones grow phase is specifically designed to provide everything that deer need to recover and reach their genetic potential. Accelerator is the apex when it comes to optimizing whitetail mineral intake. And big game butters fuel deer with 22% protein and 44% fat to boost antler growth and supercharge recovery. To learn more about the grow, scout, or hunt systems from Rack 1, visit the website at huntrack1.com. Thank you for listening to the Wild and Uncut podcast. If you would like to hear more, be sure to subscribe to my Pursue the Wild digital series on YouTube and follow me at Christy Titus on Facebook and Instagram.